Hey, greetings to all the patriotic Americans. This is Colonel Allen West, and you're listening to Arms Room Radio. And stand at attention when I'm talking. Hey everyone, this is Mike from Arms Room Radio. Do you have a CERT SIRT laser training pistol? If you don't have a CERT laser training pistol from Next Level Training, then you're wrong and probably ISIS. But you don't have to take my word for it, but you better listen to what Major Bill has to say. This is Major Bill, the Chief Law Enforcement Officer of Arms Room Radio. Do you want to get your daily trigger pulls in? The CERT laser training pistol is how you get your daily trigger pulls in. Get one now at nextleveltraining.com or you're just not a real American. That's nextleveltraining.com. Tell them the guys from Arms Room Radio sent you. America! It's Arms Room Radio, live from the Ideal Conceal Cell Phone Pistol Studios. With Mike, Kevin, and Earl, concealed carry, gun safety, the law, the latest gear, and more. You'll get it all right here, and you can connect with the guys at armsroomradio.com. Tweet, message, email, snap, or mind mail with them right now. Arms Room Radio is on the air live, coast to coast, and around the world. Now, here's Mike. Hey, welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the Ideal Conceal Cell Phone Pistol Studios. My name is Mike. I uh, will be the host. Uh, well, I will be. I am the host. I'll just continue to be the host. I'll just be the guide. Uh, for Shut the, up and move on. Come right on. I'm trying to. You listen. I, I mess up. I'm just trying. To, I'm trying to clarify. <laughs> I want people to know. I don't want them driving down the street going, "Well, who's this guy? He's not the host. He's the guide. Right? That's the difference." You know? So, what's what do you mean driving to Winnebago? <laughs> He's driving to Winnebago. Uh, normally, I sign checks on the dash. My brother and I, we both sign checks. On the dash, it's the two of us because we have to countersign, but we sign them on the dash in, in the Winnebago. That's how we do it. Mm-hmm. On my right, the right hand man, the great 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 grandson of Daniel Boone. Please welcome back. His name is Earl. Talk to corporate, approve memos, lead a workshop, remember birthdays. Ah, good to be back. Good to be back. Great to have you here, here sir. How was uh, how are things this week in the week of Earl? Good. Very busy. That's a good thing. The week of Earl, it's like the Duke of Earl. The Duke of Earl. <laughs> Actually, the Duke of Earl is something you get the day after Thanksgiving. <laughs> well, in my house. In your is. house, yeah. In your house, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so good. Uh, good uh, exciting week for you? Uh, Going all right? Uh, a little bit of excitement here and there. Enough to keep me entertained and coming back for more. So. There, well, there you go. That's all, that, that's all you can ask for. All yep. you can hope yep. for, I guess. Hey, uh, on my left, the courtroom assassin, the legal ninja, maximum effort, Attorney Kevin Maxwell. Would, would normally be here with us. Yes. He would normally be here with us, but but he is not here with us this week. He uh, he's I guess he's still got some of his. Uh, remember last week he had to he got called in as a specialty gig. Yeah, for that, to, for to, that out to of handle, town one. Yeah, to handle some stuff that uh, other people couldn't handle. So he's handling it. Am I bringing the bag of hammers or the bag of doorknobs? Exactly right. Yeah, that's, that's, that's what he get called for. That's what he got called if, for. If I have my options, I want him to bring the bag of gold cougar ants. Oh, yeah, bring the cougar ants. Yeah. Bring the, bring the cougar ants. Yeah, exactly right. Yeah. And um, maybe you should eat a late meal uh, and a lot of turkey. Uh, you know, so maybe you take a nap when you're here with that bag of cougar ants. <laughs> <laughs> I'll watch them for you. Maybe some nice box of wine. You know, yeah, <laughs> cardboard dough. Yeah, oh, I love cardboard dough. It's almost as my, my it's just my second favorite. Oh yeah, my favorite is the Chateau Screw Top. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hey, don't don't talk about 
bad about box wine. <laughs> you remember box wine at Peace Place? Yes, okay, I do. Yes, I do. In fact, you know what? That sounds like a story. Let's bring in our our other guest in the studio with us this week. Listen, you, you'll, special guest. You'll you'll understand what's what's going on in the world, which is why we've uh, we've asked him to sit with us the entire show. Uh, please welcome to the program the chief law enforcement officer of Arms Room Radio, Major Bill. Ground control to Major Bill. It is great to be here in the studio with you guys today. Location Bravo. Here we are. Yeah. Yeah. All right, all right, all right. Hey, hey, hey. It's cramped in here. Scoot over. <laughs> well, you know, we, uh, it is a little smaller than our regular studio, uh-huh. but it's also easier to defend. Yeah. True. <laughs> true. <laughs> we don't that, have, is, that is true. We can, we can very easily hand mags. We don't have to toss them. To oh, each other. exactly right. Exactly right here. Um, he, he can hand it to me pre-indexed. Yeah, yes. uh, uh, Major, you made a reference to, uh, to Pete's Place. Uh, shall, we, shall we tell the good folks where Pete's Place is? Sure. Oh, well, boy. where Pete's Place was. Oh, yeah, you're <laughs> yeah. right. You're right. You guys are that old. Yeah. Well, yeah. 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 Well, Pete's Place was the, uh, for lack of a better term, all-ranks club at Manas Air Base in uh, Bishkek, Kyrgyzstan, which... Has, has no vowels because allegedly someone stole the if, vowels. If you go to the major's garage at his house and open it up, and you'll go, dude, what's with the A on the wall in there? Well, he stole it. He stole a vowel <laughs> from Kyrgyzstan. They used to have vowels in their name. Not so much Not anymore. Not so much anymore. Yeah, yeah. Not so much yeah. anymore. Yeah. It was a war trophy. Yeah. I didn't yeah, steal yeah, it. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, in, at, at, at Manas, at Pete's place, uh, since we were not in Afghanistan, uh, we could have alcohol. Uh, but you were limited to two drinks uh, per day, and they had a little little card, and uh, <laughs> you know you give them the card, and you can, you can get your two drinks. Well, uh, Mike uh, strolled into town. You uh, also had to be permanent party. You yes, had to be yes, you had to be you had to be permanent so party. Yeah. Uh, and so Mike strolled into town one day, coming back from a mission uh, down south, and uh, we went over to Pete's place, but. He was in his army uniform, and he was in permanent party because you had to, you had a special badge for permanent party. Um, there may have been some wheeling and dealing, uh, being that I did logistics. There was uniforms, there was ID cards, there was different things, and then we had uh, Captain Mike. United States Air Force. Earl, remember, <laughs> remember the time I told you about I spent the weekend in the Air Force? Uh-huh. It was yeah. at Manas Air Base. Yeah. Yes, yes. Uh-huh. <laughs> I think I still have that uniform. I'm pretty, pretty sure I do. And it was a, there was a few accoutrements to, to make me appear as though I was in the Air Force. And, and I was able to uh, take part in some beverages there at Manas Air Base. Uh, Transferred branches without having to do all the paperwork. Exactly right. Yeah, yeah. Exactly well, right. It, it, yeah. Listen, we had to fill a need. Yep. And, you know, when you're over there, everything is expeditionary. So you, oh, had, yeah. to, you, had, you know, yeah. had to, you know, we had to go expeditionary, and, uh, and we did it. Uh, so, but, well, you know, the, the box of wine references over there, they had beer. You had uh, Russian beer was numbered, you know, because they don't have names, so it's zero <laughs> through nine, yeah. depending on the amount of alcohol content. So a nine had 9% alcohol, and it was like eating a loaf of bread. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Well, Nothing like a nice, good, hearty beer. Yeah. <laughs> so we first went there, and Mike was making fun of me because I got two huge solo cups of wine. Mm-hmm. And, of course, uh, you know, oh, Air Force, blah, blah, blah. Uh, listen, here's what I knew. It had been like seven months without a drink, okay? <laughs> I got there, and I was like, I want a freaking beer, all right? No, no. 
you have to have the alcohol, the wine because the wine has a higher alcohol content. Yeah, yeah, that'll work for number two, maybe, but but number one, I want a freaking beer. Uh, and I had a beer, and then the rest of these chemists were all sitting around going, well, this one has 8.9%, and if you get 12 ounces at 8.9%, it equals actually this much alcohol by volume. But I'm like, okay, now that I've had my beer, just just give me whatever you want to give me. Yeah. Yeah. Bring, uh, hey, bartender, bring a pitcher every 10 minutes till somebody passes yeah. out. Then, then bring one every 15. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Well, it turned out the wine had 22% alcohol Ooh, by volume. Oh, yeah. there we so, go. Uh, it got a little fuzzy for Mike after that. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I remember about the alcohol that weekend at, at Manus Air Base when I was in the Air Force? I remember the bubbles. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I remember the bubbles. Yes, yeah. yes. Yeah. Who could not remember bubbles? Lots of bubbles in the in the uh, in the alcohol there. Yes. So ah, <laughs> there were. <okay. laughs> So, but I did hook up his, uh, was your battalion whoa, XO. Whoa, hey. oh, okay. No, no, hold on. Whoa, whoa, right, easy. Right, right. Uh, not where your train of thought is going, sir. Right. He Sorry. could have been sweeping in one of the transient tents. That's right. <laughs> I got him in the, the Air Force Field Grade yeah. Officers Barracks. Hey. We, got, we got the hookup. We got the hookup. Had the tiger strike to go with it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you're listening to Arms Room Radio coming to you live from the Ideal Concealed Cell Phone Pistol Studios. When we get back, we've got the. Uh, we're going to jump right in. We're going to talk about some Atlanta for you. So just stick around. We'll see you after the break. The Keltec Sub 2000 semi automatic rifle is sure to arouse your curiosity. Not just because it's foldable and adjustable, but because it can take most popular handgun magazines. So in that one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, curiosity turns to pure adrenaline. Innovation. Performance. Keltec. See more at keltecweapons.com. Ever want to accessorize your tactical rifle? Then you want the tactical excellence of GunTech USA. GunTech, a family-owned and operated manufacturer of tactical accessories for AR-15, AR-10, and AK-47 style rifles. For nearly three decades, GunTech USA has been producing the finest quality pistol grips, rail systems, scope mounts, slings, compensators, flash hiders, hand guards, iron sights, and more. Check online at GunTechUSA.com to see their vast selection of parts and accessories and to locate a dealer near you. Whether you do your own gunsmithing or you have it done, when customizing your tactical rifle, insist on tactical excellence. Insist on GunTech USA parts. GunTech, a proud supporter of the Second Amendment and friends of Arms Room Radio. Check them out online today at GunTechUSA.com. That's G-U-N-T-E-C-U-S-A.com. GunTech USA. Defining tactical excellence for over 26 years. Boundary Oak Distillery. Do you love bourbon? Boundary Oak Distillery. Do you love whiskey? Boundary Oak Distillery. Do you love America? Boundary Oak Distillery. Then you'll love Boundary Oak Distillery. With names like Patton Armored Diesel, Sinful 69, and Lincoln Straight Bourbon, you can't go wrong. Boundary Oak Distillery. Located in the hills of central Kentucky, Boundary Oak Distillery is the first licensed distillery in Hardin County since Prohibition. Boundary Oak Distillery. 
Boundary Oak Distillery is a proud supporter of military service members and their families. Boundary Oak Distillery. Learn more today about Boundary Oak Distillery and where you can get some at BoundaryOakDistillery.com. That's BoundaryOakDistillery.com. Boundary Oak Distillery. It's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. I'm Alan Gottlieb, founder of the Second Amendment Foundation. When someone says, we don't need that kind of gun, remind them the Founding Fathers determined what rights our Constitution should protect. There's a world of difference between rights and needs. It is not the function of government to tell us what we need or what we don't. Certainly no one needs an assault rifle or a Saturday Night Special, or for that matter, no one needs a Corvette with a high-capacity horsepower engine capable of speeds to 150 miles per hour. But in the hands of honest, responsible individuals, we have the right of choice. We have the right to read books others don't like. We have the right to listen to any radio program we choose. We have the right to dress the way we want to. We also have the right to own firearms of our choice. So the next time someone tells you, you don't need something, tell them. It's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. Join the Second Amendment Foundation today so that this message and our Bill of Rights might live. Call 425-454-7012. That's 425-454-7012. <laughs> You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Ideal Concealed Cell Phone Pistol Studios. If you want to talk to the guys, go to armsroomradio.com and find out how. Arms Room Radio is on the air live, coast to coast and around the world. Now, here's Mike. The following segment of Arms Room Radio is brought to you by Boundary Oak Distillery. Do you like bourbon? Do you like America? Then you'll like Boundary Oak Distillery. Go to BoundaryOakDistillery.com to learn more. Hey, welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the Ideal Concealed Cell Phone Pistol Studios. This is the Boundary Oak Distillery segment of the program. Bill, you just made a made a comment. I, I don't think I passed that on to the to the to the good folks out there in no, radio listener. No, listen, uh, all the fans out there at Boundary Oak Distillery, who are active duty reserve guard veterans retirees, if you want to enjoy the uh, the liquid deliciousness that Boundary mm. Oaks puts out, mm. you can have it shipped to your local Class Six at, at your base. So you don't have to go pick it up. You know, yeah, yeah. go out there, grab some. Uh, Sinful sixty nine. Oh boy, I, I like that. I love that over apple pie and ice cream. Oh, oh boy, Patent Armored Diesel. Oh, yeah, it's 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 all good stuff. It's just like just like the proprietors, just yes. like Melody and all and all and all her kinfolk up there, you know, <laughs> up there in the knobs. Yes, in the knobs. Yep, in the knobs. So so check out the check out Boundary Oak. Yeah. Get yourself into Class 6. And if you know somebody to get into Class 6, get them in there. There you go. Class 6, I'm sorry. Those non-military people, that's the, that's the alcohol store. Yes. Uh, class 6 on the scale of supply uh, and, uh, and refurbishments is the personal six, items. Yes, yes. It's, it's personal items, which has uh, been loosely interpreted to as uh, alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> so so get, yourself, uh, get yourself some, uh, some boundary up. Okay. I want to talk about... What has gone on in Atlanta? Uh, you know, this this had started before last week, and uh, and what you what you had heard from us, and this is what you're going to always hear from me, is everybody asks, well, what do you think of this, Mike? What's going on with this? You know, there's this incident in Minneapolis. There's this incident in Louisville. There's this incident in Atlanta. I will tell you that I don't have all the facts, and I cannot make a decision because I am not one to jump on a bandwagon because I got a 
eight minute and 46 second video or a 20 second video or whatever it happens to be. Or I've got one side story or I've got what the media is telling me. My, my life has been processing facts before making a decision. Now, sometimes I only need to process those facts very quickly. That guy's shooting at me. I'm going to shoot back. You know? So you mean you, you go with due process? I, Earl, you with your big legal terms over there. <laughs> hey, well, I've been Kevin, Kevin's attention. not here. So. I've been paying attention. Yeah, somebody's got to pick up the slack. Yeah, yeah, a- a- absolutely. Yeah, and, and, and that's exactly it. It's, it's get the facts, have a little due process in there, and, and before making decisions. So uh, I looked at Atlanta, and I, I watched the tape. Did I form an opinion? Yes. Do I have a personal opinion? Yes. Do I have an opinion I want to give you as host of Arms Room Radio? Of course. <laughs> not. Of course not. <laughs> um, because you want to sit around with the, you know, with the three of us and, uh, and have a, a diet soda somewhere and uh, over a, you know, a bowl of uh, boiled peanuts, I'll give you my opinion. Diet soda? I'm not going to be there. Oh, well, we'll get the, the what is it, the, the tab. What's the, the, the tab? How about, how about a fresca? Ooh, how about a, ooh, ooh, a, nice, ooh, hey. a nice refreshing fresca? <laughs> Uh, a great knee-high, perhaps, I would yeah. like. Hey, knee-high. <laughs> uh, so, you know, do we have personal opinions? Of course we do. Uh, you know, but but uh, we know you're listening to us. We know you're hanging out with us. So we want to give you what we have as, as far as what we know as facts. I, I'm not going to do what the 90% of the media does to you. Well, look, uh, you know, I, I, I clearly uh, made a decision here based on uh, somebody whispered something, and then I heard it in the bathroom over a toilet flush. I was, as I was walking around at the train station when the door swished. And um, obviously, uh, then uh, Trump is wrong. <laughs> so yeah. I'm not... It's funny how it always comes back to him. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we're not going to do that. Here, here's what I'll, I'll tell you from what we've seen there. Um, first off, tell me the amount. What do you think, folks? What do you think the amount of due process is when after an incident occurs, before 90% of the evidence is collected? And by 90%, I'm referring to the non-video evidence. You've got the video evidence. That's right there. But how many times have you also seen video evidence and been told something and then come to find out later it's different? And it happens. Video evidence is not the end-all, be-all. Well, there's video. It's over with. No. What led up to it? What happened post-video? Uh, what was said during the video? Some of the video doesn't have, doesn't have audio in it. Right. You know, and quite often what the video that makes it around, whether it goes viral on the Internet or you know, the lamestream media, mm-hmm you know, pushes real hard, is they're, they're out there in the ether is 15 minutes of video. Right. They're showing you the 45 seconds in the middle. The Atlantic, so, so you right. have no idea what happened before, building up to it, or what happened afterwards. They're gonna just going to show you the, you know, they're, they're going to control what you see to for, you know, make you form the opinion that they want you to form. Did you see the end of the Atlanta video where they were administering life-saving, what they were, try- what they were trying to do was life-saving uh, measures and telling the buddy like you do when you're trying to you know, keep somebody alive, come on, buddy, hang in there, don't die on me, you, you can do this, you can do this, and you know, before they figure out they need to do CPR or not. Did you see that part of the video? I have not, no. I, I haven't seen any right. of it. And like 99% of the public, you have not seen it oh, because, because the media did not put it out. Because I'll tell you what, once the police switch from, in their brain, and I want you to imagine how hard this is. Imagine how difficult this is. You were, you were just in the process of trying to be being killed, okay? Yep. Um, 
or you, you've had you've had deadly force being used against you. Mm-hmm. And I'm sorry, folks. We'll talk about this also. But if somebody tries to use a taser against a law enforcement officer, that's deadly force against the law enforcement officer. Potential deadly force. We'll talk about that in a moment. But after they shoot this gentleman, who by the way turns and points at them with the taser, uh, and then gets shot in the back. Well, I'll, we'll put some pictures up. I've got some pictures here of what it looks like when somebody's turning and pointing a gun at you as they're running away. Mm-hmm. Guess what that you see? The gun at their back. Yeah. Okay. I have no problem with that. Um, I watched the video. After it was over, they switched in their brain from, wow, this guy's trying to kill me. My life's in jeopardy. I've stopped the threat. He's wounded. Now I'm going to try and save his life. Yeah. That quick. That, that's, that quick. That's something I have a tough time yeah. comprehending. Right. Because if, if I feel my life is being threatened, I mean, that, that's, to me, that's the most enraging uh, I mean, I am devoting all my physical efforts to ending that threat, whatever means necessary, and then in a split-second switch to, okay, now I've got to make sure he's better. You know, got to, got to save him. Ah, no. Ah. Well, that right there speaks to the training that we put our law enforcement officers through, that... <clears throat> It's, yes, I've just been attacked. Yes, somebody just tried to take my life. I have defended myself. But now I have a responsibility to now care for this person. And, it, yes, it is a hard transition to make that in your mind. Uh, but that is what we train our officers to do. That's what we engage them to do in, uh, from the police academy on. And you go from being that warrior back to that defender and that protector because you have a duty you have an obligation you have a responsibility to that person yeah uh so it 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 is hard but you see it uh every day we you know if if there's a use of force incident just doesn't have to be a shooting use of force incident once they're in custody we get them the medical care that they need and it's it, it is a hard switch and it does play with you psychologically and emotionally yeah, I mean, quite often the, the officer themselves, you know, you know, they, they they were the ones that they didn't have to use any of the I'm going to say the accessory tools of taser or anything like that, you know, just you know, hands-on physical. Yeah, I just I just slammed your face into the concrete, and sorry you went nose first. Here's an ice pack. You know, I know that doesn't feel too good. Yeah, listen, the hardest one I think to still to deal with is the uh, the vehicle pursuit because you're watching this guy you know, put everybody's life in, in jeopardy, everybody. Mm-hmm. And whether this lasts 30 seconds or, or 10 minutes, which is an eternity, by the way, in a vehicle pursuit. And then the guy takes the corner, gets a flat tire, whatever, runs out of gas, and then steps out of the car and goes, you know, I give up. And, and you're there. You're there at the top of peak oh, adrenaline. Yeah. Adrenaline's and, pumping like and, crazy. And you've got to step out of the car and go, well, thank you for stopping, sir. Uh, we appreciate yeah. that. I don't know if you could just kneel down for us. And, yeah. Rather than, you know, D- deliver, you know, uh, you know, blow after blow. That's what law enforcement has to go through. That's, that's the extreme. You don't get to decide what it is. You have to react. You're in reactionary mode yep. the whole time. Um, Liz, we're going to talk about this some more, and we are going to talk to you about what um, uh, the, the use of force that, um, from, again, from what we see on, uh, from the outside of a video and what the state attorney, the district attorney there in Fulton County, 
has said, and we, well, the reasons we think that he said it. So we'll get into that a little bit with you when you get back to the break. You listen to Arms Room Radio coming to you live from the Ideal Concealed Cell Phone Pistol Studios. Stick around. Cracked sidewalks and parking areas are a liability. Lawsuits are filed daily over trip and falls. Repair your sidewalk, driveway, or parking lot with Seal Coat Florida. Make your concrete or asphalt look new again. Seal Coat Florida patches, stripes, and resurfaces parking lots, walkways, and driveways. Seal Coat Florida has free estimates, flexible work schedules, and professional service. Call Seal Coat Florida at 321-385-SCFL. Online at sealcoatflorida.com. Seal Coat Florida, a proud sponsor of the Second Amendment and Arms Room Radio. Make your tactical rifle tactical and accessorize it with the latest gear from GunTech USA. Family owned and operated, GunTech USA manufactures tactical accessories for AR 15 and AR 308 platform style rifles. For nearly three decades, GunTech USA has been producing the finest quality accessories for American shooting sports' favorite rifles. Choose GunTech USA for pistol grips, flash hiders, tactical scope mounts, slings, compensators, iron sights, and more. Keep your AR rifle cool under fire with GunTech USA's new free floating handguards. To locate a dealer near you or to check out their vast selection of parts, accessories, and gun tech swag. Visit GUNTECUSA.com. Whether you do your own gunsmithing or have it done, make your tactical rifle tactical. Insist on GunTech USA parts. GunTech USA, a proud supporter of the Second Amendment, the National Rifle Association, and the Wounded Warrior Project. Online at GUNTECUSA.com. GunTech USA, defining tactical excellence for 27 years and counting. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Ideal Conceal Cell Phone Pistol Studios. If you want to talk to the guys, go to armsroomradio.com and find out how. Arms Room Radio is on the air live, coast to coast and around the world. Now, here's Earl. This segment of Arms Room Radio is brought to you by GunTech USA. For tactical excellence, check them out online at GunTechUSA.com. That's G-U-N-T-E-C-U-S-A.com. Hey, welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the Ideal Concealed Cell Phone Pistol Studios. Hey, we have a... We got some sponsorship changes coming up too soon. What? So you're going to hear some different commercials. And nice. Stuff rolling through... Um, now, listen, we're, we are suffering from the COVID, which means we, we, we can't go to the, uh, to the studio, the big studio, the main studio, and get the uh, – that guy, Dave, that guy that does the announcements, welcome back to our – you know, that, that guy, that guy's got the voice. The professional voice. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But uh, usually <laughs> we get so – you, So you're saying they were stuck with us? Oh, yeah. Yeah, so what you may get is, uh, <laughs> is over until he comes back from, the, from COVID leave, you know, from a pr- uh, protective custody. Hey y'all, how about this? Yeah, exactly right. Yeah. Hey, y'all like pickles? You might get something <laughs> like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well. So. Yeah, I do. I do like pickles. I do like pickles and bubbles. So. <laughs> <laughs> you ever had pickles and bubbles? Mm. Yeah. Mm. It's a, it's a, it's a, like a little. You know, they're like they're tangy at that point. You know, they're just starting to ripen. You know, when they go from cucumbers to pickles, you know, they start to get that little bit of bite to them. A little bit of bubbly. They're so firm and crispy. Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Got a little snap, yes. a little snap to them. Yeah, yeah, that's great. That's great. Uh, 
so this this relates right into talking about use of force policy with the Atlanta Police Department. Um, we're just going to jump right back into it. Wow. So here's some pickles to use. Of hey, listen, I was actually struggling trying to find a connection. I couldn't. <laughs> so you know what? What the hell? Let's just yeah, let's just fake it and go for it. Uh, fake it till you make it. <laughs> so talked to you last segment about what happened, uh, what what we could see a little bit uh, at Atlanta. Again, I'm not going to give you a decision. We're going to try and point out a few interesting facts. Uh, that you may or may not have have, uh, um, have heard. I, I want to talk to you about the taser, the taser the itself. Taser. The taser, taser. I'm a uh, I'm a I'm a taser instructor. The major is a taser instructor. Um, Earl, have you been tased before? No. Okay. How about on uh, like even in training? No. Okay, because you got to ask that separately for some people. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> yeah. huh? What? Yeah. Uh, I, I, I have I have ridden the lightning before. No, uh, I, sure, have, uh, I have no desire. I've I've had too many previous injuries. I don't want coming back. Listen, I took the taser training uh, after I was about six weeks into the eight week recovery of a pulled neck and back muscle. Ooh! Thought I was done, but realized <laughs> I was not. I was done enough to come back to work. Sucker. Yeah. Well, it put me down for like another six months. Uh-huh. I mean, not like where I missed work, but like. Like, if anything happened on my left, I had to turn right to see it. You know? <laughs> just, just, you know that part of my neck and back, just to, they didn't cooperate for a little while. Yeah. I'll say, I, I started thinking about, you know, you know Kevin's associated with a, 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 a taser company out there and everything. And taser. Of, taser. Yeah, that's right, yeah. taser. You know, you know, part of the training is you've got you've to ride it and see what it's like. And, okay, well, wait a minute. I've had this car injury. I've had this sports injury. Yeah, no, I'm I'm too old. I don't I don't want to risk this being potentially re-aggravated. Listen, I, yeah, no, I and I'm there with you. And sometimes I question the training methods, and I think it comes down to it's an old guy in charge, um, <laughs> and that's the way we used to do it. So that's the way we were supposed to do it. Um, let me ask. I'm going to ask the major. This major, um, when you carried a baton or an asp, did you have to get hit with a baton or an asp before you carried it? Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> when you carried a, a chemical spray, did you have to get sprayed before you could carry it? Oh, absolutely. When you carry your taser, do you have to get tased before you can carry it? Well, you did back then. Yeah. When you carry a firearm, does anybody have to shoot you first before you can carry it? No. Okay, why? <laughs> why are we doing all this other stuff then? Why? I'm pretty sure it's so they can laugh at it. It's, 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 it's fun. Yeah. got to have some type of entertainment oh, in the training boy, class. Boy. Um yeah, now you used to have to get tased, and I, I think now it's just tased if you want to be the instructor. No, not even, not even for not the instructor. Even that, no. No. Okay, because I know it was everybody got tased. Yes. Then it was just instructors got tased. Yes. And now it's nobody gets tased anymore. Not unless you want to. Unless you want to. Yeah. Right. Oh well. And then it's not you're not actually getting. You you don't have to take shot the, with the shot. Taser. They just hook up the probes to yeah. you. Stick one right. in the, in the yeah. belt. Stick one in the uh, sock. Right. Yeah. Right. I've I've seen them where they they taped them to them. I mean, yeah. I, I I giggled incessantly at the video that went around of I, I don't know the whole reasoning but it was a woman being tased oh and, air force it and was there, air force there, training there air was, force security police there was a guy on each side of her with yeah. arm arm under her arm she to, had her to, hands up to control yeah her her fall to the ground yep, yep. but then went once the lightning hit made her hands clench and her arms clench and at the at the shoulder and at the elbow and guess what happens? The position she was in with her hands up, it caused her to bend forward and arms to come down very uh-huh. rapidly and caught these pair of gentlemen in the 
pair of gentlemen. Well, <laughs> the one, the video I saw it was it was one gentleman. Oh. one of the two, yeah, had, had a little bit more of experience than the other one did. He and, turned sideways. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm yeah. like, yeah, no. An interesting fact: she was at Manas. Oh, when we were there. Is she really? Yes, at the 376 uh, Expeditionary Security Forces Squadron. That's why that pain might be familiar. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> might be familiar. Hey, uh, well, I, I'll admit it. I'm dumb enough and old enough. I've licked a few 9-volt batteries. I have a rough oh, idea yeah. of what, what it's really like. Yeah, yeah. Now, a taser. This is what I wanted to tell you when we alluded to last segment. Um, is a taser considered deadly force for a law enforcement officer? It, it is not unless – here's the, here's the unless um, – if, if, you're, if you're trying to take control of somebody, physical custody of somebody, uh, you're trying to get them to stop resisting, and, and this is an act of physical resistance when you can use a taser, which means they are trying to hurt you, severely hurt you, maybe even use deadly force against you, but the taser is not designed to be deadly force. But what do I mean by that? It doesn't kill you. The taser itself does not kill you. Here's the dilemma you have. Once your taser is lost or they, the bad guy gains control of the taser and they use it against the law enforcement officer, well, what else does the law enforcement officer have? A firearm. A firearm. So if you tase him, it could give you the opportunity to take the firearm away from the law enforcement officer. So where the taser itself is not deadly force, it incapacitates the officer and his firearm becomes up for grabs, which is why if you turn a taser against a law enforcement officer – the use of deadly force is authorized. Now, the, it's, it's the same thing with an ASP. It's the same correct. thing with the OC spray. Yeah, yeah. If it can incapacitate the officer yeah. to a point that they can then take your firearm from you, that's a deadly force situation. And one of the ways that we train, and, and Mike, remember this, because this goes back all the time. Every confrontation that you have, there is always a gun present. Always. Because you, you brought have, it. You yeah. have, <laughs> yes. You have it with you. So if it, you have another weapon in your, your Batman belt that you're carrying and it is taken from you and it is turned on you, then that becomes a deadly force situation because right. you can be incapacitated. They can take that weapon from you and they can execute you. Yeah, and that's, that's, that's what happened here in Atlanta. And for the, uh, the state attorney there, the district attorney, Paul Howard, uh, to announce charges that these officers are going to be charged, and one's going to be charged with murder, the other's, I guess, going to be charged with a felony murder or a, a, a manslaughter within, what was it, 30, 36 hours? I think it was a day and a half after this happened, uh, two days after, that he, he was going to file charges against them or bring charges against them. Now, again, it's the state attorney's office. This wasn't the grand jury. Now the state attorney can direct the grand jury any way they want to, so I'm sure that might have happened there as well. Uh, but here's, here's the part that you may not have heard. As soon as this, this incident occurred, the, the chief, the acting chief there in the Atlanta Police Department said, we're handing this over to the Georgia Bureau of Investigate, Georgia Bureau of Investigations to investigate. So GBI, which is kind of like Georgia's version of the FBI, it's the, it's the soft-closed, plain-closed detectives of the state of Georgia. Yes. Um, they're investigating this case. Guess when they learned about the Fulton County District Attorney's charges? As he was announcing them on TV. Yeah, exactly right. They're, they're in full investigation of what happened there, and all of a sudden the district attorney comes out and says, 
I'm filing charges. Yeah, they haven't even completed their investigation, have they? They have not. And, uh, and GBI has said at, uh, at this point, we're going to continue our investigation. And when our investigation is done, we will give it to the Fulton County District Attorney's Office. And at that point, our investigation will be done. We will make a public record. So we'll see. You may have GBI saying, good shoot, and Fulton County District Attorney, who, by the way, is under investigation by the Georgia Bureau of Investigation (laughs) for other charges that have been alleged against him. So you have all of that going on. Hey, stick around. we got uh, more program coming back for you after the break. You're listening to Arms Room Radio. Keltec PMR30 is no run-of-the-mill 22 Magnum lightweight pistol, not with its unique hybrid blowback system and 30-round magazine. So when you get a rush from that one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, brace yourself. There's 29 more. Innovation. Performance. Keltec. See more at keltecweapons.com. Hey everyone, this is Mike from Arms Room Radio. Do you have a CERT SIRT laser training pistol? If you don't have a CERT laser training pistol from Next Level Training, then you're wrong and probably ISIS. But you don't have to take my word for it, but you better listen to what Major Bill has to say. This is Major Bill, the Chief Law Enforcement Officer of Arms Room Radio. Do you want to get your daily trigger pulls in? The CERT laser training pistol is how you get your daily trigger pulls in. Get one now at nextleveltraining.com or you're just not a real American. That's nextleveltraining.com. Tell them the guys from Arms Room Radio sent you. America! Thank you for calling Next Level Training. This is Jen. How can I help you today? Hi, Jen. This is Mike. Is this the home of the Next Level Training CERT SIRT training pistol? It sure is. Jen, do you have military discounts? Of course. How about law enforcement discounts? Law enforcement and military always receive 20% off at Next Level Training. Wow, that's awesome. What about if I'm an instructor? We also have specific packages designed exactly for instructors. Jen, what if I want to buy a lot of them all at once? Yeah, we offer volume pricing. Are the CERT pistols made in America? Right here in Washington State. Do the CERT pistols have a warranty? All of our CERT training pistols come with a one-year warranty. How can I purchase one? You can purchase one online anytime at nextleveltraining.com, or you can purchase one over the phone with me. Jen, can you answer one last question for me? Yeah. Will you go to the prom with me? Not a chance. Thanks for calling, though. If you want your very own CERT SIRT training pistol, just go to nextleveltraining.com. That's nextleveltraining.com, and be sure to tell them the guys from Arms Room Radio sent you. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Ideal Concealed Cell Phone Pistol Studios. Got a question for the guys? Well, you can reach them by going to armsroomradio.com. Now, more Arms Room Radio live, coast to coast and around the world, with Mike and the guys and the Ideal Concealed Cell Phone Pistol Studios. The following segment of Arms Room Radio is brought to you by SnagMag, the premier concealed magazine holster. Check them out today at snagmag.com. That's snagmag.com. Hey, welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the Ideal Concealed Cell Phone Pistol Studios. Uh, we appreciate you sticking around with us. We're talking, uh, giving an extended 
extended uh, analysis, I guess, basically of uh, what has gone on with uh, with the Atlanta shooting. Uh, you're, I'm going to cut to the chase with you right now. You're not going to get a decision decision from us either way that says, uh, uh, you know, do we agree or do we not agree? And what we're going to do is tell you what we saw, the bits and pieces that we saw, and tell you that none of us are going to make a decision until we know all the facts. That may not come out until, you know, months, years from now. We, we have no idea. Yeah, well, I, I just look at, you know, we're, we're all, me included as, as a, actually the only civilian in the, in the room, with the rest of our listeners, we're going to get firsthand experienced insight of how this situation went yeah. down, could have went down, or, you know, the ramifications of how it went down. Right. You know, I, I think also when watching the bad guy there, um, you know, decide to resist during the, uh, the apprehension stage, I guess we'll call it the, the cuffing stage, um, that um, he, uh, he, he, you know, in the back of his mind, you have to ask yourself, in the back of his mind is, is part of his decision-making process. Now, hold on. I know – He's, uh, he's already blown a point one on the field sobriety meter. Um, he has not passed all of his tests, so there's some alcohol involved. So in the front of his mind, he's thinking gin and tonic. In the back of his mind, he's thinking, is he, here's the question, is he thinking, well, based on what's going on around the world today, maybe I'll just try and run away and they'll let me go because they don't want to be, they don't want the publicity. Is that what he's thinking? I don't know. I, I, this is yeah, purely a question. That, that's well, that's there, a possibility. There is also... It, it has been reported. I, I have not been able to verify it, but it's been reported that uh, he was in prison. He was he was incarcerated uh, for beating his children, and uh, he was released on parole because right. of the COVID nineteen. Okay. Oh, really? Yes. Yeah. He's so, one of those early releasees, right? Okay. So if he's on parole, he he's going to violate. He's, he's, going to be violated and yeah. he's going to go back yeah. so that also factors into the equation right yeah so as you saw on the body cam video everything was nice and calm yeah. until it came to the point of arrest right and if that was true about uh, uh, about his background and, and him being arrested he already had another dui uh charge previously in his past uh but the officers don't know that they're just dealing with it, what they have in front of them. Right. Uh, he was passed out in the, in the drive-thru. The, the initial Atlanta officer called uh, the other one over, who was part of the traffic unit, like a, much like a DUI task force, uh, which I was on uh, many years ago. I, I, I bet you, I'll tell you right now, I bet you I've got 50 arrests in the drive-thru at the Crystal Burgers, 50 DUI arrests. I used to work that detail. <laughs> oh, yeah. And I was on the DUI task force about the same time the major was, and... That was the hot spot. You would just wait for them to call you and go, there's another one passed out between pay and pickup. And you'd, <laughs> and you'd go there, and you'd be, they'd be out. They'd just be out, stone cold out. How many steamers did they order? Oh, well. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it, therein lies the issue yeah. of that's what's going through his mind. I'm going back to prison. Yes. I'm not going to go back to prison. And then the fight was on. And, his, and his, we know his, his uh, train of thought is going to be clouded because of the alcohol right there. Yeah. So he's got all of that he's dealing with, you know, whether, whether that makes him, you know, whether he's one of those happy intoxicated people or angry intoxicated people, who knows? I don't, I don't know. I don't know the guy. But, yeah, it, it, but and then the fight was on. Yeah. So you saw them wrestling around. You saw the two officers who are yeah. having a hard time controlling him yeah. because they're, tr they're, they're trying not to use excessive, excessive force. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 
to get him into compliance and get him into custody. He wrestles away the taser from one officer, yep. takes, around, uh, takes off running, and the other officer is chasing him with his taser, yes. ready to deploy it. He then swung the, the weapon back, and this is, again, what I'm seeing from the video. He fires it. If anybody has heard a taser being fired, there is a bang. Yeah. because it has compressed gas Correct. that throws the darts out. Mm -hmm. So it sounds like a gunshot, yep. and you see a flash, and the, the, the taser doors fly off. You have the little micro dot identification uh, pieces fly out, and the, and the darts deploy. The officer then drops his taser, draws his firearm, because he feels he's, somebody's using deadly force against yeah. him. Yeah. He doesn't know that... Uh, or I, I don't want to assume that he doesn't know, but it could be conceived that, you know, it, it, he could have drawn a weapon from his waistband. He could have, it, who knows where a weapon no, could have come from. No idea what he might have had, yeah. And so now he's under fire. Mm -hmm. So he returns fire. He fired. As soon as he went down, he stopped. It's not like he continued shooting. Yeah. He holstered up and then went forward to render eight. Yeah. He did what he was supposed to do. That's what I see from the video. Yeah. Again, GBI is doing their investigation. I'm not going to slam my fist down on the table and say this is what happened because I don't know. I just see what happened. I, I've seen the bits and pieces that the media has released. I've seen some of the longer videos. Right. Uh, right. And that is the initial observation. So that, that's all I can say. Listen, the, uh, the, just so you know, if you don't know what it, how a taser works, like, like, like the major said, you have the, the darts that shoot out. Well, after those darts shoot out, perhaps you're saying, well, once the dart shot out, then they could just go tackle him. Well, the taser is not a, a, a one-and-done use. Um, once those darts shoot out, you can take that little cartridge right off the end. It's just a little pop right off. And then guess what you have? You have a stun gun. You have a stun gun, but, but, it, but, but it's, not, it's not stun gun strength. It's taser strength. Well, again, you don't even need yeah. to take the cartridge off. That's true with the newer ones. I'm the newer ones, with the older it, ones. Yeah. It has the, the two metal prongs on the end of it, yep. and you can perform what's called a drive stun. So I can just bring it forward. I, I make a connection with a muscle group on your body and fire the taser. Is it going to be as effective as the darts? No, because we're not going, we don't have that spread for it to go through two different muscle areas. By, but by spread, I mean the, the distance between the two darts, not the distance between the gun and you. Correct. Yeah. Uh, it's going to be more localized, but it's going to be it's going to be enough to get your attention. It's going to it's going to stop the ability to use that muscle group. And if you take that in the chest or you take that in the shoulder and you're trying to get to your firearm or you're trying to defend yourself, you're not going to be able to use it. Right. Um, so it's it, it's it's still be it's still of use. It's still absolutely of use against you and ability to incapacitate you. So one thing and backing up as, again as the civilian in the mm -hmm. group. The issued, and I'm just, I'm going to generically call them, the tasers that officers are issued yes. are different electronics, circuitry, method of operation than what the civilian public gets as, quote-unquote, stun guns. Yeah, and again, for the most part, it has to do with size and power because law enforcement doesn't have to worry about concealing it or putting it inside a, a purse or a bag or something like that. So it's bigger, it's more powerful, um, and it has that ability to, like the major said, you can deploy the darts, right. and once the darts are gone, I can just bring it right up to you and put it against you and do the drive stun. Right. I just wanted to establish that because personally I've been at a – it was, you know, not proud of this, but I was at a party, and uh, yeah. a, a friend of mine that uh, 
we had uh, years ago we had played paintball together. So you know I don't know if anybody that's ever played paintball you can if you have you can you know bring back in your mind what it felt like to get hit. Yes. And some way somehow there was a quote unquote stun gun floating around. And of the mentality of the party, it was a, a fun party favor of everybody takes a hit. And I'm like, yeah, no. Yeah. Uh, I'm, you know, yeah. yeah not, not interested. Mm-hmm. Well, the good friend of mine that you know, was hosting the party and everything, unbeknownst to me, caught up to me while I'm busy. I think I was playing a game or something like that. Came up and hit me in the shoulder with it. Yeah. And it was like a 10 or 20,000 volt stun gun. Yeah. And... I flinched and reacted. I'm like, yeah, that's nowhere near as bad as getting shot with a paintball. No. That's it? Yeah. He's like, yeah. And then he reaches yeah. up and hit me again. Yeah. And the I actual did... stun guns that you buy at like a gun show, yeah. Yeah. those are psychological weapons. That's a 9-volt battery is basically what you got. These other things are batteries that are wound up and charged up. But, um, yeah, and listen, hold on. I want to mention this, too. Earl said he played paintball. Okay, Earl was like a national-level competitor champion <laughs> at paintball. Okay? All right, it's just... It's, Selling themselves short again, as always. Um, folks, listen, that's the first hour of the program. We get back second hour. We talk to you about some uh, stuff for the Supreme Court. We are going to get you, uh, you know, Major Bill will have his segment here, here as well. And uh, until next uh, hour, please exercise your Second Amendment rights responsibly. If you aren't ready, get ready. And if you are ready, stay ready. Remember, keep your head on a swivel. All my brothers and sisters, blue. Wear your vest, wear your seatbelt, watch your six, go on with the end of your ship. Deltec Sub-2000 semi-automatic rifle is sure to arouse your curiosity, not just because it's foldable and adjustable, but because it can take most popular handgun magazines. So in that one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, curiosity turns to pure adrenaline. Innovation. Performance. Keltec. See more at keltecweapons.com. If you carry concealed, how do you carry your backup magazine? On your belt? Loose in your pocket? Not at all? Snag Mag is the solution. It's the original concealed pocket magazine holster that looks like you're carrying a pocket knife. Concealed in plain sight and designed for a fast reload, you can be confident your backup ammo is exactly where you need it, when you need it. Find your holster today at snagmag.com. That's snagmag.com because there's no such thing as extra ammo. Hey, greetings to all the patriotic Americans. This is Colonel Allen West, and you're listening to Arms Room Radio. And stand at attention when I'm talking. Hey, everyone. This is Mike from Arms Room Radio. Do you have a CERT SIRT laser training pistol? If you don't have a CERT laser training pistol from Next Level Training, then you're wrong and probably ISIS. But you don't have to take my word for it, but you better listen to what Major Bill has to say. This is Major Bill, the Chief Law Enforcement Officer of Arms Room Radio. Do you want to get your daily trigger pulls in? The CERT laser training pistol is how you get your daily trigger pulls in. Get one now at nextleveltraining.com or you're just not a real American. That's nextleveltraining.com. Tell them the guys from Arms Room Radio sent you. America!
It's Arms Room Radio, live from the Ideal Conceal Cell Phone Pistol Studios. With Mike, Kevin, and Earl, concealed carry, gun safety, the law, the latest gear, and more. You'll get it all right here, and you can connect with the guys at armsroomradio.com. Tweet, message, email, snap, or mind meld with them right now. Arms Room Radio is on the air live, coast to coast, and around the world. Now, here's Mike. Hey, welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the Ideal Conceal Cell Phone Pistol Studios. My name is Mike. I'll be uh, guiding the program here, the remainder of the show. That's about an hour left, maybe just under an hour, about 54, 56 minutes, somewhere around there. So 55. 55. There you go. 54. 53. 53. 52. What's, what's the joke from Deadpool? The doctor said, I had six to live. I said, six what? Five. Said, Five. Four. Yes. Three. Yes. Wow. Two. That's, uh, that's quick. That's quick. <laughs> Hey, on my right, uh, the, uh, the, the right-hand man, the great-great-great-great-great-great-great-grandson of Daniel Boone. Please welcome back. His name is Earl. Dr. Corbett, approved memos, leader workshop, remember birthdays. That's a fourth wall break. In that is. of a fourth that, wall oh, break. Oh, man, that's like a 16th like wall break. 16 wall. <laughs> oh, boy. Love that movie. Love that's a great that movie. movie. That's a great movie. Captain Deadpool. Yeah, Listen, we would normally have with us on our left the courtroom assassin, the legal ninja, maximum effort attorney Kevin Maxwell. He's not here. Have, not ju- here. have Juris Doctorate will travel. That's exactly what's going on. He is, uh, he has, uh, he had an out-of-state case, and I guess it's taken, the. Uh, little longer than, uh, well, let's just say they were not prepared for what Kevin Maxwell brought to the table. You know, so, <laughs> so they were like, whoa, well, we're going to have to, you know, pause this, Your Honor, because he brought, he brought, call it, tell your moms, because he, he brought bombs, you know. <laughs> word to your mom, uh, he's going to drop bombs. Wow, yeah. you went old school there. <laughs> and Major that, old school. That's what happened when Kevin, attorney Kevin Maxwell uh-huh. showed out of state. Uh-huh. Well, um, we have, a, we have another guest, and he's working his way back to his position in the Serpentine, Serpentine, Serpentine. in, 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 uh, in uh, location Bravo, so we're going to see how this works. <laughs> it's small oh, enough. He's got a Serpentine. Let's see what we're going to do this. We're going to come around here. Uh, in the meantime, uh, we're going to welcome you back. We promise to bring you all things gun, all the gun time. Uh, you know, we're, uh, we, are, we are here. We are actually much closer. Ow, my foot. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. These two guys are touching each other now. No touching each other. No touching each other. Stop touching each other. Uh, we, uh, Listen, I, I paid good money, sir. Dad, <laughs> you're touching me. Stop touching me. Stop touching me. We were going to be, it looked like uh, this week, we were, we were heading back to the studio, to the big, to the big studio, ah. to Location Alpha, I guess. So if this is Location Ooh. Bravo, we were going to go back into Location Alpha. A-site? Yeah, but, but, our, but our mayor heard uh. somebody cough. <laughs> and, and put us all back on mask duty, and we're all uh, we're all locked down again. Which means I've I've just been. Oh, listen, I went everywhere yesterday wearing that Lone Ranger mask. <laughs> everywhere, everywhere. I went places I didn't even want to go, but just so I could wear it. But you remember, I sent you that notice from you did. the Keys, Monroe you did. County. You did. You did. They they caught on yeah. to what Mike was doing. Yeah. 
and they said you must wear a mask that covers your nose and mouth. Yeah. Uh, they spelled it out. Yep. Uh-huh. So the Lone Ranger cannot ride in Monroe County. No, he cannot. But he can ride a boat in Monroe County and circle the keys. Hi ho, Silver. Uh, hey, on uh, on the far left is the uh, the chief law enforcement officer of Arms Room Radio. Please welcome back to the program, Major Bill. Ground control to Major Bill. And it is great to be back for hour two. I had to step out and handle some uh, emergency management issues. Oh, absolutely, yeah, yeah. I, I know. Listen, if you uh, a broken bladder is a horrible thing. I was thinking of. I wasn't going to do it, but since you opened that door, yeah, it was some small issues yet. Oh, oh, e oh. Mm. I'm glad I can't see out the window you're looking at. <laughs> oh, I, I, I see a CMP enforcement. In your future. <laughs> oh boy, yeah, boy. Uh-huh. I, I know what terminal you operate yeah, on. I'm not telling you what route I take. No, That's no, okay. No. You got to come out of the terminal. <laughs> <laughs> Just like that. Just like that. Yep. Picture of Earl and Kevin on the side of the road. Excuse me, Earl and Bill on the side of the road. <laughs> Only caption is press hard. Five copies. <laughs> Pull up on my scale slowly. <laughs> oh, boy, just like that. Uh, listen, we gave you last hour. We talked about uh, where we got left here. We had about three minutes left. Um, we, we, gave you, we gave you what we thought out of Atlanta. And, then, and, and I think we're done talking about that. You know, listen, there's just a lot to go. There's a lot to take in. The, uh, the district attorney there is clearly issuing rulings based on, you know, political leanings rather than facts. And... Um, yeah, I, I think whereas it's horrible right now for those couple of officers, when when they get attacked like this immediately after the incident, it's just better for them in the long run. Well, this is something I believe we talked about it personally in in the in the break. I don't think we mentioned this on air that two weeks prior. Oh, wait, Atlanta. This yeah. Same, yeah. Uh, the same district attorney there. Yeah, yeah. That's a, that's a good thing. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Dis- district attorney yeah. was bringing up charges, or I don't remember the exact word. You know, this he, is what the Atlanta Police Department uh, chief resigned over. No, no, I'm sorry, that was the Louisville. But there was turmoil in Atlanta two weeks ago when they used a taser against a protester. Right. The, this district attorney, in one incident, said a taser is considered deadly force under ger- uh, Georgia law. When the cops use it against a protester, this district attorney said it's deadly force. And now, two weeks later, when I'm just going to say a civilian right. potentially used it against a cop, it's not deadly force. He said, force. no, it's not deadly force anymore. Uh, yeah. What? Yeah. What? Yeah. Wait, wait a minute. And this is why. Talk about <laughs> wheels on the goalposts. Yeah. What yeah. the heck? This is why that district attorney is under investigation during an election cycle by the Georgia Bureau of Investigation trying to. Rile up people and get some votes. Yeah. That's what's going on. That's that's yeah. that's all. Yeah, this has turned into politics. I, I I think he's also he's trying to divert to where he's not under the microscope as much either. True. I'll tell you the best part that I've seen out of this so far is that it was um, I believe it was uh, Wednesday night. I've checked the week. I've checked the days. It was when the announcement was made by the district attorney. But of these 600 patrol officers that should have been patrolling the streets. On second and third watch in Atlanta PD, mm-hmm. yeah, they didn't come out. Um, what, they, what you had was 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 forced. They had six, 
Yeah, exactly right. Flu, flu. It's not a strike. It's the flu. You have six. They have six precincts, zones, whatever you want to call them. Yeah. Districts. Um, uh, four of them just they just they didn't come in. The other two went and they stayed inside the precinct houses or the station houses and said, "We're not coming out unless another cop calls for help." You know, another cop's getting hurt. And all night long, you could hear on the radios on dispatch when you listen to it. They would they were dispatching emergency calls, and a dispatcher would come on and go, "Is there anybody out there?" And finally, you could hear an officer come on and go, nobody's taking calls tonight. Wow. The fire department got to the point where they said, we're not going to fire scenes anymore because the police have to clear them first. Yeah. So the fire department said, they're not going, we're not going. We stand with them. We'll be back after the break. My house is on fire. Grab your water hose. The Keltec PMR30 is no run-of-the-mill 22 Magnum lightweight pistol, not with its unique hybrid blowback system and 30-round magazine. So when you get a rush from that one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, brace yourself. There's 29 more. Innovation. Performance. Keltec. See more at keltecweapons.com. Ever want to accessorize your tactical rifle? Then you want the tactical excellence of Gun Tech USA. Gun Tech, a family-owned and operated manufacturer of tactical accessories for AR-15, AR-10, and AK-47 style rifles. For nearly three decades, Gun Tech USA has been producing the finest quality pistol grips, rail systems, scope mounts, slings, compensators, flash hiders, hand guards, iron sights, and more. Check online at GunTechUSA.com to see their vast selection of parts and accessories and to locate a dealer near you. Whether you do your own gunsmithing or you have it done, when customizing your tactical rifle, insist on tactical excellence. Insist on GunTech USA parts. GunTech, a proud supporter of the Second Amendment and friends of Arms Room Radio. Check them out online today at GunTechUSA.com. That's G-U-N-T-E-C-U-S-A.com. GunTechUSA. Defining tactical excellence for over 26 years. Boundary Oak Distillery. Do you love bourbon? Boundary Oak Distillery. Do you love whiskey? Boundary Oak Distillery. Do you love America? Boundary Oak Distillery. Then you'll love Boundary Oak Distillery. With names like Patton Armored Diesel, Sinful 69, and Lincoln Straight Bourbon, you can't go wrong. Boundary Oak Distillery. Located in the hills of central Kentucky, Boundary Oak Distillery is the first licensed distillery in Hardin County since Prohibition. Boundary Oak Distillery. Boundary Oak Distillery is a proud supporter of military service members and their families. Boundary Oak Distillery. Learn more today about Boundary Oak Distillery and where you can get some at BoundaryOakDistillery.com. That's BoundaryOakDistillery.com. Boundary Oak Distillery. It's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. I'm Alan Gottlieb, founder of the Second Amendment Foundation. When someone says, we don't need that kind of gun, remind them the Founding Fathers determined what rights our Constitution should protect. There's a world of difference between rights and needs. It is not the function of government to tell us what we need or what we don't. Certainly no one needs an assault rifle or a Saturday Night Special or for that matter, no one needs a Corvette with a high-capacity horsepower engine capable of speeds to 150 miles per hour. But in the hands of honest, responsible individuals, we have the right of choice. 
We have the right to read books others don't like. We have the right to listen to any radio program we choose. We have the right to dress the way we want to. We also have the right to own firearms of our choice. So the next time someone tells you you don't need something, tell them it's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. Join the Second Amendment Foundation today so that this message and our Bill of Rights might live. Call 425-454-7012. That's 425-454-7012. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Ideal Concealed Cell Phone Pistol Studios. If you want to talk to the guys, go to armsroomradio.com and find out how. Arms Room Radio is on the air live, coast to coast and around the world. Now, here's Mike. The following segment is brought to you by Boundary Oak Distillery. Do you like bourbon? Do you like America? Then you're going to love Boundary Oak Distillery. Check them out today at BoundaryOakDistillery.com. Hey, welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the Ideal Conceal Cell Phone Pistol Studios. Um, you, you know, we want to we jump off. I want to switch gears with you and talk about what has gone on with the Supreme Court of the United States this week, uh, you know, commonly known as SCOTUS. That's the cool little, cool little acronym. Hello, SCOTUS. Well, hello, Major. Hello, uh, Mr. Boone, uh, grandson of the great, 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 great. How are you today, sir? <laughs> doing well, doing well. See, SCOTUS is a cool name. That's cool. Uh-huh. That's cool name. I, I, think it's, I think it's more manly. Maybe manly is not the right word. I think it's more professional than POTUS. POTUS sounds like a, like a nickname you'd give a lad at the pool. Well, well, oh, what look about, at a little POTUS over at the pool. Well, what about the Flotus? Flotus. Oh, Flotus. That's kind of cool. It is. It is. Yeah, it's I, very elegant. Dignified. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, dignified. Yes. POTUS just sounds like a... Like a... Pop-tart. It, yeah, like you could catch it playing in the water and setting a serenade. POTUS! You know? Cut that out. Yeah, Put exactly. that POTUS down. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I don't know why. It's just, I don't know POTUS has got that way. Anyway, the Supreme Court of the United States this week had up to 10 cases. Up to 10 cases they could have chosen for the Second Amendment. Now, they did not. They did not pull forth. They did not bring back any, uh, any cases that they did not grant certiorari to any cases with the Second Amendment. Uh, you know, we were all hopeful. All fingers crossed. Plenty of great cases. Um, as our, as our friend uh, Mr. Alan Gottlieb over there at the Second Amendment Foundation said, he said they had a uh, cafeteria-style buffet of cases to choose from. You know, they, had, they did everything that uh, you, could, you could have looked at. Here's what I'll tell you, and I've talked to many about this. I've, 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 I saw this going into this. Uh, you know, here's what – and I'm going to give you the reason why, my, the educated reason why, um, that, uh, that I believe the Supreme Court did not go there. Now – you have, you know, there's nine members of the Supreme Court. We know who the, uh, the conservative members are. You have uh, uh, Thomas, Gorsuch, Kavanaugh, and Alito. Uh, you, have the, you have the chief justice of the Supreme Court, John Roberts. Now, John Roberts, when confirmed by W, was a conservative member of the court, and he was a direct confirmation as chief justice of the Supreme Court. Now, he was conservative. Now, if you've watched his rulings over the past, you know, a couple of presidents, you know, to, you know, 10, 12 years or so, you'll see that he always sides on the side of government. And it doesn't matter whether that is a, uh, a, a more left issue or a more right issue. He tends to fall back 
on the side of the government. Okay, all right. Well, I mean, that's the guy's job. He's the chief justice of the highest court in the land. I, I don't know that I fault him for siding on the side of the government. Uh, the other four conservative justices, when examining over the, in conference, now listen, this wasn't like they all decided this. You know, we weren't going to take these Second Amendment cases. Uh, you know, uh, last week. This has been over the course of this year's you know term since the first Monday in October. You know, when they when they came back, right? Um, you know, they, they've been looking at all of these, and every week they go, mm, "We can take the Ren case. Mm, we can take the Peruta case." Mm, you know, they. They take a look back and forth. What are we going to do today? Right, right. And all of the other justices, all of the other conservative justices, all look and go, listen, we know how the four of us are going to, are going to vote, but how is Roberts going to vote? That's the deciding factor. We know the, the four libs led by uh, you know, Darth Vader Ginsburg over there are going to all vote against. Uh, by the way, I don't even think she's alive anymore. I really don't. I think, I think, I think, I think she's propped up like a puppet. And they just got, they're just writing for stuff for her and voting for her. So I, 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 don't, I don't think she's even alive. But you've got, to, you've got Roberts there. Roberts was seen as conservative. And when it was 6-3 vote, 7-2 vote, you know you can anticipate him giving you the, you the conservative vote. But now that you've got four decidedly conservatives and four decidedly liberal votes on the court, I think that he's taken more of the chief justice persona on he doesn't tip his hat he doesn't give away he doesn't ask questions during conference that would lead you to believe which way he's going to vote he is he is taking that swing vote persona uh greatly you know and he's he's not tipping his hat either way one or the other um so i i I almost think that's like wow he's, he's actually being a good chief justice you know he's being the good referee amongst justices you know the good unpredictable vote amongst justices now as a second amendment supporter do i want that hell no i want i want to know going into it that this guy wants uh, to repeal the national firearms act you know that's what i want to know so to to greatly generalize and put this in layman's terms is he kind of getting a little full of himself i don't know about full of himself i just feel like he's he's realized he's fulfilling a different role now Okay. He's no longer just one of the conservative, the minority conservative votes on the bench. Okay. Now he's the, the unpredictable vote on the bench, like Kennedy was beforehand. Um, he, is the, he is the vote that says, we don't know. We don't know what the vote is. So he's not giving it up. So it's almost as if he wants them to, the, 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 the other eight justices, to have the conference and decide if they want these, uh, these cases to be given granted certiorari so he could, so it could all be hold, held and listened to, and then he could be the deciding vote on them as the chief justice. Maybe that is a little, like you said, or maybe, maybe he is a little full of himself right now. But I, I think it's, he's kind of slid a little sidestep into a different role, not just a conservative, another gimme conservative vote, but the chief justice, and what's he going to vote? We don't know. He has not tipped his hat. Well, regarding which way he votes or anything like that, I, I find it a little disappointing in the entire Supreme Court of obviously these different cases have worked their way all the way up through county, state, you know, whatever the different levels, all the way up to the highest court in the land. 
Finally, you can make a decision on this for us. Yeah, no, we're not going to do that. And here's why they haven't. I'll tell you my, my belief, my understanding of this. The four conservative justices on the court have said, because remember, it only takes four to say we want to hear this case. So those four could have said we want to hear the case. But they decided they did not want to hear the case because they could not predict what Roberts was going to vote. So rather than risk losing Second Amendment rights, okay. they have said we're willing to wait till next year. That's what they've done. That's what they've done okay. on, over these 10 cases. They're willing to say, listen, we know we got old, you know, the old bat next door over here who uh, has already died three times. You know, uh, Anna, can you hold the high ground? You, know, you got old Darth Vader. You know, she's, she's just about kicked. That they're willing to wait until they know. Uh, and then I think we don't go from a five to four vote because Roberts is no longer the swing vote at that point. Mm. At that point, we jump just straight six to three. Okay. You know, and, and so there's no doubt. And you got, once you've got five that say yes, I think Roberts is going to go, okay, yeah, I'm with them. I've, I've been with them the whole time. I just don't want to tip my hat. Um, so think about it. Once you tell somebody no, we're not going to hear that, or that's not constitutional, or that is unconstitutional, it's very hard to undo that. But it's not so difficult to say, you know what, we're not going to give you a decision this year. We're just going to wait till next year. Because there'll be more cases. The Second Amendment Foundation will bring more cases. Your local organ state organizations will bring more cases. Heck, the NRA might even wake up and bring a case or two. <laughs> you know? I know, it's laughable. Wait, wait, I get wait, it. Was that out loud? I get it. Uh, you know, if they, once they get their stuff together and figure out what's going on over there. But I think these four justices, I think Alito, Kennedy, excuse me, Alito, Gorsuch, Kavanaugh, and Thomas, just saved the Second Amendment till next year. Okay. Let's wait until let's wait until we get another one. There's no way. Look at look look. Oh my God. Go look go look at the uh, uh, the health report on what's going on over there on the, on the left side of the bench. There's no way they get through four more years without losing another one, without another one kicking. And once that happens, then we're good. And listen, and that's just the reason here to vote. Four-year president, whether you agree with him or not, and I'll tell you this right now, he's pro-Second Amendment. Now, all this other nonsense you want to talk to me on, maybe we could talk about that last segment. But uh, he, he, is, he is a Second Amendment supporter. In fact, we will do that. That's what we'll talk about the last segment. We'll talk about the president and how he is pro-Second Amendment, whether you, uh, you think that or not. Um, so I, I want to, I'm going to thank them right now. Listen, I, I know you're probably listening. Judge Gorsuch, Judge Kavanaugh, Judge Thomas, Judge Alito, thank you for saving the Second Amendment. Thank you for saving it until we, we have the votes we know we have. And then uh, we'll see you in the next session, next first Monday in October. Uh, hopefully, it, we're, hopefully we're done by then. Hopefully we've got to – listen, I'm not wishing death upon Darth Vader Ginsburg, but, you know, go retire. Come on, enjoy some time on the beat. Go move to Del Boca Vista, you know. Enjoy, <laughs> enjoy some shuffleboard, you know. Come on. You're listening to Arms Room Ready. We'll see you after the break.
Make your tactical rifle tactical and accessorize it with the latest gear from GunTech USA. Family owned and operated, GunTech USA manufactures tactical accessories for AR 15 and AR 308 platform style rifles. For nearly three decades, GunTech USA has been producing the finest quality accessories for American shooting sports' favorite rifles. Choose GunTech USA for pistol grips, flash hiders, tactical scope mounts, slings, compensators, iron sights, and more. Keep your AR rifle cool under fire with GunTech USA's new free floating handguards. To locate a dealer near you or to Check out their vast selection of parts, accessories, and gun tech swag. Visit GUNTECUSA.com. Whether you do your own gunsmithing or have it done, make your tactical rifle tactical. Insist on GunTech USA parts. GunTech USA, a proud supporter of the Second Amendment, the National Rifle Association, and the Wounded Warrior Project. Online at GUNTECUSA.com. GunTech USA, defining tactical excellence for 27 years and counting. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Ideal Concealed Cell Phone Pistol Studios. If you want to talk to the guys, go to armsroomradio.com and find out how. Arms Room Radio is on the air live, coast to coast and around the world. Now, here's Earl. The Fallen Hero segment of Arms Room Radio is proudly brought to you by MaxLawOrlando.com. Army, Army Staff Sergeant James P. Hunter died June 18, 2010, serving during Operation Iraqi Freedom. Hunter, 25, of South Amherst, Ohio, was assigned to the Headquarters and Headquarters Company, 502nd Infantry Regiment, 2nd Brigade Combat Team, 101st Airborne Division, Air Assault, Fort Campbell, Kentucky. He was killed in action in the Zahari District of Afghanistan of injuries sustained when insurgents attacked his unit with an improvised explosive device. Hunter was an Army journalist and was the first Army journalist killed in the war since 9-11. Those who worked with him said Hunter was an impassioned reporter and photographer who always was trying to provide a glimpse into the lives of today's combat soldiers. Army Staff Sergeant James P. Hunter, you are not forgotten. If you or a family member or a friend have any legal issues whatsoever, feel free to give me a call at 407-480-2179 or on my cell at 407-467-4960, and I will do everything I can to see if you can get the answers you need for your friends or family or yourself, to whatever your legal issue is. Thank you, Kevin. Thank you again for supporting the Fallen Heroes segment of the program. Uh, you've been doing that since day one. Folks, uh, maximum effort. I don't know how many times do you have to tell you? You know, the guy gets a call. He's got to go out of state. He's got to do some stuff. He's got to work some, uh, work some magic with his, uh, with his jurist doctor. He's there. Got to go to a place and do a thing. With the guy, with the place. You put the shovel back when you're done, you know. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's kind of, that's kind of, you need a criminal. Attorney. <laughs> no, we're not implying that at all, folks. That's a that's a reference to uh, was that Breaking Bad there, or a better call. It's all call. good, baby. Yeah, it's all, it's good. all good. It's all good, man. It's all good. Hey, uh, on the chair with us right next to us is the uh, chief law enforcement officer of Arms Room Radio. Please welcome back to the program, Major Bill. Hey, hey, hey. Ground control to Major Bill. All right, I'm here. I'm here. <laughs> it's great to be here. 
Hey, welcome back to the program, sir. Listen, um, I, you know, we, we anticipated Kevin being here this week. We were hoping to have a little, you know, back and forth, uh, you know, with, with all of us. But um, I greatly appreciate you being here because it's a, it's a, it's a high law enforcement critical kind of week analysis. Yes. So, so thank you for being here. Yes, yes, it is. It, very much so. Um, we do have a lot of turmoil going on in our country uh, with law enforcement being, being attacked like they are. Uh, and in some cases, not justifiably so. Yeah, no, we we are seeing a lot of that. That's yes. for sure. We're we're not seeing the the proper balance that we should be maintaining. That's right. That's right. Oh wait, oh, oh, something I've been you know I've been seeing it float around on you know on the, on the interwebs, and something I've personally realized. Notice how law enforcement doesn't really mess with you when you. Don't break the law. Yeah. <laughs> well, that yeah. kind of goes without saying. I mean, it's we're there to enforce the law, protect lives. Yeah. Protect property. If you're not doing anything that violates that, then um, oh, okay. Yeah. So, oh, so yeah. The, the one comment I'll give is is there is that I, you know I've seen that comment made, and the first response I saw was uh, was Brianna Taylor, the woman for, at the no knock warrant that was killed during a gunfight. Um, she was innocent. Yes, yeah, she was. She was innocent, and they were there for her boyfriend. She happened to be there at the apartment of an illegal person that had been dealing drugs. Um, so where maybe she was not, had not been the one violating the law, but she was there with the other person that the police were there to get, who fired at the police, police fired back, she was killed in the crossfire. Tragedy? Absolutely. Yeah. Was the law broken? Absolutely. Cops just don't show up at your door for no reason. Exactly. Yeah. Wait, you know, hold on, hold on, let me clarify. Did, have cops in the past gotten an address wrong? Sure. They are human also. So we'll say that. No, ab- absolutely. Yeah. Uh, and, and these things do happen. Uh, the mistakes are going to be made. Yeah. The only thing you can do is you can own it, and you move forward, and you try to make sure that something like that doesn't happen in the future. Correct. Correct. So you, uh, what do you have for us today there? Well, uh, it, you know, kind of, kind of staying in the legal realm of things, uh, down there in the 17th County and Circuit Courts of in and for Broward County. Oh uh, boy, here we go. In and for Broward County. Here we go. Um, it, it's always entertaining. Always entertaining <laughs> uh, in, in Broward County. Uh, for Auderdale, uh, a judge has written a letter to one of the local bar associations. Dear uh, bar association. Dear Western Bar Association <laughs> okay. down there in Broward. Right. Um, admonishing uh, attorneys when when they're they're on Zoom. We all know about Zoom now. Zoom, Zoom, Zoom. Zoom. Yeah. Yeah, not that Zoom, not Zoom, when Zoom. we were kids. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah now Zoom, the, you know, the virtual meeting oh. uh, since COVID, uh, uh, the 17th Circuit did take the lead uh, in Florida in, in, in hearing cases in, on Zoom. And not coming to work. Well, <laughs> they, they were there virtually. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, you know, he, uh, made the, he wrote this letter, and, it, and I'm quoting here from the letter, uh, it is remarkable how many attorneys – not clients, not defendants, not anybody else. How many attorneys appear inappropriately on camera? Uh, one male lawyer appeared shirtless, and one female <laughs> attorney appeared still in bed, still under the covers. Uh, <laughs> he's not making exceptions for uh, lawyers who find themselves uh, lounging poolside. Hmm. This is Fort Lauderdale, though. I mean, you know, it's Florida in the summer. And, uh, okay, but... If you're being paid 
however many hundreds of dollars an hour to represent your client, right, right. you know, put on, put a shirt and tie on, uh, you as know, much as I'm paying you. Exactly. Yeah. You know, and then sit at the but, now listen, giving credit where credit is due, Broward County has held about 1200 cases, mm-hmm. uh, since, uh, March, uh, over zoom. Now, you know, the judges, they're not hearing any complicated trials or anything like that, but, you know, trying to get this backlog and moving it through. But, you know, when you have, a, uh, you know, you want the attorneys paying attention uh, to right. what right. Like they would be in court. Mm-hmm. So you have attorneys that are looking away, they're on their phone, they're playing, I don't know, Pokemon Go, oh. uh, Candy Crush. Can we still play that? I didn't know we could yeah, play Yeah, yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Go, yeah. Um, but, no. you know, and you have, you know, one attorney's not paying attention, the other one is, is raising an objection uh, or, or testifying, and the, and the judge is yelling for everybody to stop, yeah, yeah, yeah. and nobody's paying attention objection, to what's going on. Objection, I said, salt on the rim of my glass, not sugar. Oh, well, <laughs> I object. Turn Whoa, the hey, hey. So, uh, you know, they're, they're paying attention to other things. Uh, there's an objection that's been made, and the audio stays with the witness rather than obeying the judge. So it's, it's causing some issues that, unfortunately, you would think that people who are uh, that well-educated uh, <laughs> would pay attention to what's going on. Uh, and for a judge to write a letter to the Bar Association admonishing attorneys, right? you know, that, you know, okay, well, it leads to, you know, only in Florida. We can, we can file this under, under Florida, man. Oh, yeah. You know, Florida lo- lawyer man. Florida lawyer man. That's, that's a whole new topic. Yeah. Maybe, oh maybe I should start exploring that. Florida Whoa. lawyer man. Florida lawyer man. See, yeah. see what we get with that. That is going to be an interesting rabbit hole. Listen, I, wow, that's, um, that's, a, that's a tough one. Florida lawyer man. Yeah, I, I could see that being, a, being difficult. Listen, I, and, I, and I get that. Listen, you, these, are, these are normally people that are under the judge's thumb, under the state attorney's thumb, under you know the the partner thumb at their firm, and they're always having to respond to them and getting questioned, and then the client calling all the time, and now all of a sudden you're telling them, listen, we just want to answer some uh, some video calls and tell us what's going on, you know th- this is this is letting a little kid tell him, okay here's the deal, um, I know you're eight, but your parents are no longer going to make sure you're doing the right thing, it's up to you to do it. Oh by the way, here's a big bag of cash. You know what they're doing? They're they're eating uh, they're eating gumballs and uh, and smoking cigarettes down at the pool, you know, just like these attorneys are doing. They're, <laughs> with they're, their you know naked chest nipples hanging out, evidently, <laughs> and that's just the male attorneys. You know, they're getting that first taste of freedom. Oh yeah, from a fire hose. Yeah, yeah exactly right. Yeah. Well, yeah. If we're gonna go for a lawyer man, then I want to talk about Kevin and oh. his case where. Either he challenged someone or, or another attorney challenged oh, him to boy. a duel. Duel yeah, up in Bay County, Florida. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah. that yeah. right there, yeah. that's, that's what we're going to start off yeah, with. That's I it, just yeah. want a front row seat. Oh, well, no, no, no. I want a side row seat. I want a second row. Yeah, second row. I, I, I don't want to get any blood. I don't want to be front row because that's behind yeah. the bullet. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I want to be on the I'll side. I don't want you to whiz past me. So, yeah, we'll get, we'll get Kevin to tell that story when he comes back. So that's, that's a good one. Um, hey, you're listening to Arms Room Radio. Uh, stick around. we got more. we come back. We're going to talk to you about the talking about who you should be voting for. But until then, Major, please stay safe. Please stay safe. Absolute. All my brothers and sisters in blue. Remember, wear your vest, wear your seatbelt, wear your PPE, check your six. Always go home at the end of your ship. You're listening to Arms Room Radio. Coming to you live from the Ideal Concealed Self from Physical Studios. We'll see you right after the break.
Caltech PMR-30 is no run-of-the-mill 22 Magnum lightweight pistol, not with its unique hybrid blowback system and 30-round magazine. So when you get a rush from that one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, brace yourself. There's 29 more. Innovation. Performance. Caltech. See more at caltechweapons.com. Hey everyone, this is Mike from Arms Room Radio. Do you have a CERT SIRT laser training pistol? If you don't have a CERT laser training pistol from Next Level Training, then you're wrong and probably ISIS. But you don't have to take my word for it, but you better listen to what Major Bill has to say. This is Major Bill, the Chief Law Enforcement Officer of Arms Room Radio. Do you want to get your daily trigger pulls in? The CERT laser training pistol is how you get your daily trigger pulls in. Get one now at nextleveltraining.com or you're just not a real American. That's nextleveltraining.com. Tell them the guys from Arms Room Radio sent you. America! Thank you for calling Next Level Training. This is Jen. How can I help you today? Hi, Jen. This is Mike. Is this the home of the Next Level Training CERT SIRT training pistol? It sure is. Jen, do you have military discounts? Of course. How about law enforcement discounts? Law enforcement and military always receive 20% off of Next Level Training. Wow, that's awesome. What about if I'm an instructor? We also have specific packages designed exactly for instructors. Jen, what if I want to buy a lot of them all at once? Yeah, we offer volume pricing. Are the CERT pistols made in America? Right here in Washington State. Do the CERT pistols have a warranty? All of our CERT training pistols come with a one-year warranty. How can I purchase one? You can purchase one online anytime at nextleveltraining.com, or you can purchase one over the phone with me. Jen, can you answer one last question for me? Yeah. Will you go to the prom with me? Not a chance. Thanks for calling, though. If you want your very own CERT SIRT training pistol, just go to nextleveltraining.com. That's nextleveltraining.com, and be sure to tell them the guys from Arms Room Radio sent you. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Ideal Concealed Cell Phone Pistol Studios. If you want to talk to the guys, go to armsroomradio.com and find out how. Arms Room Radio is on the air live, coast to coast and around the world. Now, here's Earl. The following segment is brought to you by Snag Mag. Snag Mag is the premier concealment holster for your magazine. Check them out today at snagmag.com. Hey, welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the Ideal Concealed Cell Phone Pistol Studios. Did you guys hear the uh, new cool sound effects I got over here? Yeah, it's the springs on my speaker, or my uh, speaker stand, or my <laughs> microphone stand. Microphone stand, so there we go. Well, we weren't going to say anything because we could watch you do it. Yep. I do it during the break. The premium customers on the uh, on the uh, on the commercials love them. By the way, folks, if you're not listening to us on the Arms Room, what are we? Arms Room Online? No, ArmsRoomRadio.com. If you go to ArmsRoomRadio.com, oh gosh, <laughs> I got so many email addresses Yay. with Arms Room. I forget which one we're on sometimes. Uh, ArmsRoom.com. If you go to ArmsRoom.com during the live portion of the program, you can actually hear what we're doing in between the breaks. Listen, <laughs> we're not we're not solving. I don't know, you know brain surgery or rocket science or anything like that. Hey, it's rocket surgery. Yeah, you, you just get to hear us make fart jokes. That's pretty much it. So, you know, <laughs> so if you wanted to hear us, there you go. There. Otherwise, we appreciate you listening to all of our many, 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 uh, you know, stations around the country. Thank you, thank you, everybody. Thank you, Mega Talk. Thank you, uh, you know, Rock 105.9 in Delaware. Thank you, I, I you know, Glencoe, Georgia. Thank you, uh, you know, Lubbock, Texas, Colorado Springs. Thank you, everywhere. I should really write these down. We should really write these down. 
Um, but we're going to give you, before we go into you know, why you should be voting and who you should be voting for for your Second Amendment gun rights this last segment, we're going to give you a little bit of uh, statistics. And I'm not talking about uh, you know, your, your second-level college math course. I'm talking, I'm talking about uh, where you could hear arms room radio. Uh, top country, Earl, number one? USA! USA! Every year, USA! We kick, we kick butt every week, every week, every week. Uh, number two this week is the... Hold on, let me see if I do the drum roll on the microphone. The United Kingdom. <laughs> the United and all of her properties and islands. Uh, number three is the Deutschland. Ah, Zavada. Zavada. Yeah, yeah. Ah, it's Number four, slip down. They, they usually hang in number two, number three. Slip down this week. Our uh, good friends in Cambodia. Oh, That's, what oh, the hell? Hello, hello, Cambodia. Hello, Cambodia. That's uh, Cambodia is, wait, I always get them confused with not Cambodia, Thailand. Thailand. Yeah. So, <laughs> Cambodia. But, yeah, you know, the, that's uh, fine. Uh, number five, our good friends to the north. How's it going, eh? Our yeah. good friends, our good friends in, up, in Canada. And right now, our friends, uh, our Canadian friends, Bob and Doug, are up yeah, there. Yeah, the they're up there in the, yeah. uh, the old yeah. ISS there. Take off, you hosers. Yeah. Now is the perfect time. We've, we've got plenty of time. Everybody go buy a gorilla mask oh, yeah. and learn how to ride a horse. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, Nate Land? Oh, we just uh, talked to yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, exactly right. Number six, hello, Uncle Victor, uh, Russian Federation. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Stoli uh, Stoli Chana. Stoli Chnaya. Martina Navratilova. Did you see the sunrise this morning? Yes. Yeah. Uh, number seven, Spain. España. 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 Number eight, Belgium. How do you make a waffle sound? You make a waffle. Oh. I guess that's a waffle. <laughs> Joe Biden just makes waffle sounds all the time. <sighs> number nine is Austria. And number ten, returning this week, we saw them last week, is Kenya. So thank Kenya. you, Kenya. Thank you, Kenya, for uh, being, Kenya for being arms room radio fans. What yeah. the heck? Yeah, yeah. Listen, I don't know what uh. you're doing in Fredericksburg, Fredericksburg, Virginia, but we love you because <laughs> cause you consistently give us top numbers. Uh, from the city of Fredericksburg, Virginia. Nice, nice. Isn't, isn't that where the ATF is based on? Hey, hey, oh. hey, hey. <laughs> well, it depends. There's, there's one department in Virginia and there's another department in, well, no, it's, in it's, West it's West Virginia and Atlanta. Yeah, yes. Yep. I think that's, form, that's form, what they want. You that's what they yeah, want I, say, I think Form 1s went to Atlanta and yep. Form 4s went to West Virginia. Yeah. Yeah, which is which is weird when you think about it. Yeah, you know, just, what the heck? Well, that might explain why the serial numbers are always wrong when they come back on the forms. Yeah, yeah. Uh, all right, I want to I want to talk to you a little bit uh, before we before we get out of here. We got a couple minutes left with you about uh, you need to start thinking about who you're going to be uh, who you're going to be throwing your vote to this year for the presidency. I have seen more than I was comfortable with people saying that the the president, the current president, uh, Donald Trump is not a Second Amendment supporter. And, um, you know, he got rid of bump stocks. You know, and, and that's... He did catch that's, a lot of flag for that. And that's, that's where I want to go. That's, there's, yeah. there's two instances here that I want to talk to. No, I appreciate that. I appreciate that. Um, there's, there's two instances. One is the, well, is the comment that he said, well, why don't we take the guns and give them due process second? And then, then the other is the bump stock. Those are the two things I want to talk to you about here in the last couple of minutes we have together. Uh, 
if you heard just that sample of him saying, well, just take the guns and give them, and give them due process second, well, that sounds like a horrible thing. Do what? Right. If you watched, now remember, if you, if, you, if you recall, this was shortly after the Parkland shooting that this conference occurred uh, at the White House, and it was the liberal, the Democrat leadership and the, uh, and the, uh, the, the, the Republican leadership. This meeting went on for, I think it was two hours, hour and a half, two hours. And if you watched it live, because the president, which this drove, this drove the members of the House and Senate crazy that were invited to this conference, he insisted on it being public. He wanted the public to see the hypocrisy that goes on when they try and do these closed-door things. He wanted, to see, <laughs> he wanted to see them say something along the lines of, well, sure, we'll do gun control, but we also want you know, uh, immigration reform uh, on the same bill. Hold on. One issue. Talking about one issue. You want to deal with something else? Let's deal with that second. No pork. Yeah. You're right. You're like, exactly right. No pork. Like, let's deal with gun control, but I also want to bail out the cruise industries. What? Okay, no, no. Here's what he said during that entire hour and a half, two-hour meeting. And if you watched him, he was trolling the Democrats like a master. You see him do this on Twitter all the time. Um, You see him do it to the news media all the time. It was masterfully done. He was trying to get them to give up uh, to, to, to give up their position, to give up some, some of their staunchness on their stance where they were. So he said this to them as bait. He laid it out there, and they jumped, and they took some. And then, then, he, then you know what he did towards the end? He took it back. He said, okay, well, if you can prove to me that they need to have their guns taken, then perhaps we could talk about that. He, he, was, he was masterful in trolling him. He did not say, and you never got this, he did, he, was, he did not wander out and say, my thought is to take the guns first and then give them due process. No, that's not what he said. He was paraphrasing his, his, his bait to stroll to them, and it, was, and it was wonderful. And it was great. And by the way, and I can prove this, because have we given up the guns to them and taken due process? Is there a federal red flag law? No. 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 No, he was trying to get things out of them. Second one rolls the bump stocks. Um, Major, you're, I, would like to call, I, I would call you a conventional firearms expert. Do you, do you, <laughs> before two, two years ago, do you have any idea what a bump stock was? I had an idea, but okay. I never, never owned one. Never fired one, never owned no. one, never, never. Okay, okay. No. Um, Earl, you were in the business, so you knew what they were. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. And uh, I would say less than 1% of firearms owners have a full understanding of what they are what they really do. And, and maybe even of that 1%, 10% have ever fired one. Right. It's, it's, it's so obscure. It's so obscure. Quite honestly, I could never get it to work right. right. It's, a, it's an accessory. Um, and here's what I believe. The, the president packed the courts. He's continuing to pack the courts. He's packing the courts with conservative justices, pro-Second Second Amendment justices. I believe he gave up bump stocks because... He needed to throw a bone to the NRA to make sure they, they, they could survive so they weren't the bad guys, so they could continue to fight for Second Amendment rights. And he gave it up knowing that within three, four years, it wouldn't stand up to judicial scrutiny and that executive order banning them would be overturned by the own conservative judges that he appointed. It's the art of the deal. It's the art <laughs> of the deal with this guy. It's about making the deal and getting what I want in the long run. It might not be what about what I want today, 
but it's about what I want for you and what I want for us in the future. That's who this guy is. So if you're telling me you're not going to vote for this president because he's anti-Second Amendment, you're, you're wrong. Turn the channel go somewhere else. And if you're thinking you're going to vote for the libertarian, here's what you are. If you're a libertarian, here's what you need to do. You're never going to get your libertarian candidate elected. But if you elect a Republican candidate, you're going to get 60% of you want, 60% of what you want. If you elect a Democrat candidate, you're going to get 0% of your lot of what you want. Republican, vote for Trump. Libertarian, vote for Trump. Get 60% of you want. Otherwise, both of you get Biden and you get nothing. Yeah. You're listening to Arms Room Radio. Thanks for joining us this week. Until next week, exercise your Second Amendment rights responsibly. If you aren't ready, get ready. And if you are ready, stay ready. Remember, keep your head on a swivel. All my brothers and sisters of blues, stay safe out there. The Kel-Tec Sub-2000 semi-automatic rifle is sure to arouse your curiosity, not just because it's foldable and adjustable, but because it can take most popular handgun magazines. So in that one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, curiosity turns to pure adrenaline. Innovation. Performance. Kel-Tec. See more at keltecweapons.com. If you carry concealed, how do you carry your backup magazine? On your belt? Loose in your pocket? Not at all? Snag Mag is the solution. It's the original concealed pocket magazine holster that looks like you're carrying a pocket knife. Concealed in plain sight and designed for a fast reload, you can be confident your backup ammo is exactly where you need it, when you need it. Find your holster today at snagmag.com. That's snagmag.com because there's no such thing as extra ammo. 